What's up? Josh out of Oak Bike here. CX season has officially kicked off. Cyclocross is here. And this weekend on Sunday, the first World Cup race is happening in the U.S. The first of three World Cup races happening in the United States. So I was wondering, I was thinking to myself, what are the qualifications for how many riders the U.S. gets to have participated in the race and what is what's the staging like what are the call-ups like how does this all work i figured so i did a deep dive into all this information um and i figured i'd kind of give you guys an overlay of how this works starting with your typical cat four five cat one two three weekend race and then going all the way up to what the qualifications and staging is like for the world championships and everything in between all right, so some of this gets a little nuanced here, um, but I'll try to keep this, you know, digestible. All right, so your typical weekend race, your Cat 4-5. Typically, this is done in order of registration. So this is the sooner you sign up for when it gets the race gets posted on Bike Reg, the better spot you're going to have. The lower in number, the better call-up or staging you're going to have. Uh, front row, second row, third row, fourth row, whatever. You'll be closer to the front, so it's always better. Very rarely, um, there'll be promoter's discretion, and they can edit, you know, tweak some of those uh, call-ups, but they don't really do that very often. And then also rarely, they'll do the Cat 4-5 races based on cross results. Um, we'll get into cross results a bit more when we get into the Cat 1-2-3, but that doesn't usually happen. And it's usually not based on a points. There's not, usually it's not a series for a Cat 4-5. So once you get into the Cat 1-2-3, that's where you'll sometimes have series standings. I think I know around me, there's like the New Jersey CX series or the Mac series, Mid-Atlantic Cyclocross, and they'll grid the first row based on whoever has, you know, men, women, whatever, with the series points. But most generally, how all races for the Cat 1, 2, 3 is staged is by cross results. And if you're unfamiliar with cross results, then I suggest you take a look at their website. I'll put a little link below um it takes your results from the last 24 months typically it was the last 12 months but with covid they changed it because everyone kind of lost 2020 so and within that 24 month period they'll take your best five results of your last 10 races which i know this is going to get confusing we're going to have a lot of this stuff going forward um but if you go to their site that they, they explain what the points are basically the lower points you have the better cross results um score you have and then they'll do this thing called the race predictor and then that's how they stage um the 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 rages the 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 stages they're how they stage the races for your starting position so yeah the, the better you do in all your races is always better for your staging you know going forward okay then it's a giant step up then you go to the class two event now we're getting into a uci um type race so you need a specific license for this so and i'll go through what the qualifications and what the call-up procedures are like for all of these so you have a class two race um abbreviated as a c2 there are uci points on the line this uh, and uci points we're going to talk about those a lot uh uci being the international cycling union this is kind of the governing body the governing body for uh cycling in you know throughout the the world Whereas then you have in, in the U.S., you have USAC, USA Cycling, and then there are other, you know, federations and for, have their own regulations and systems for other countries. But uh, the governing body overall for cycling is the UCI. 
So, and the UCI points are that those are the most coveted points. That's what you want. That's what gets you into all the bigger races and gets you better staging. Whereas basically UCI points are the cross results of, um, you know, the, the biggest races. So yeah, class two, C2 race, UCI points are on the line. Also a lot larger prize money for the both uh, the men's and women's races. There, to give you a little breakdown, there were roughly 100 races in the in the 21-22 season, 2021-2022 season, um, that were C2 races or that are C2 races. 15 of them happening in the USA. There's no there's no series in the Class Two race. They're just individual races. The races happen around the world. They start in September. They end in February. All over the place. And the UCI points for these races go 10 deep. So people showing up to these races are hoping hoping to get in the top 10 so they can get those UCI points. The qualifications for these are usually the UCI license. There's no category restriction there. It's just a it's another license. Um, you have your USA Cycling license, and then you have your UCI license on top of that, which just allows you entry into these these specific races. And the call up procedure is the most recently published UCI cyclocross individual uh, rankings for the current season. And then after that, it's just what they call by drawing or by drawing lots, which is basically just random draw. Uh, I found this out in the last couple of races where, um, yeah, it's just, if you got UCI points, you're, you're gridded at the front. And if you don't, they just kind of put your names in a hat and, and pull them out. So, uh, yeah, UCI points always, you know, highly contested. Okay. That's a class two C2. Now we're going to class one or a C1. These have even more UCI points on the line as the go 15 deep. The prize money is even bigger and it gets a bigger draw. Um, so yeah, there's fewer of these. There's only 22 races in the world for the, the 21-22 season, four of which are in the United States. Again, there's no series running through these races. Uh, again, they start in September and end in February, like kind of randomly. The qualifications are UCI license, call-up procedure again, UCI points, and then random after that. Okay, so that was a big step up. Now we're taking an even larger step. Now we're going to the UCI World Cups. These are abbreviated the CDM. If you ever see that, that's a World Cup race. So this is a points-based series, um, which is, again, sort where it gets even more confusing. So the points for the World Cup go 25 deep, but those are not UCI points. The UCI points inside those races go 50 deep. So there's an overall World Cup series. Um, and then there's, so basically going back to like how they grid, they would grid, jumping ahead here to the staging. Um, the first the first eight are, is based on the World Cup standings. So that's where those points come in. And then after that, it goes into the individual standings. And then there's like this fourth row caveat where they leave it open for like, mountain bike and road racers it's it's a bit confusing there's a lot of nuances here but overall it goes by your the first row is on the world cup standings and then everyone after that is based on your uci points but um yeah so taking a step back though there are 16 world cup races um these races change that same with the c1 and c2 races it's not the same races every year you have to apply to be a c1 or c2 and there's there's a lot of different caveats and and specific things these races have to have in order to be classified as as a c1 or a c2 and then especially for a world cup 
so they do change year to year and it, there's they don't they there's different things in different countries different quantities of races you can have in each country so they don't want to have them all in belgium or all in the netherlands so yeah they distribute that um but some races are traditionally world cups every year these races start in october the usa kicks off the world cup schedule and then they end in january the three races in the u.s are coming up in the next the next week october 10th october 13th and october 17th waterloo wisconsin fayetteville arkansas iowa city iowa um there's six different categories but not every race has all those categories so you have your elite men and women your junior or yeah are under 23 men and women and then your junior men and women so they don't have to have all of those races sometimes they'll do the u23 men and women inside of the elite men's race but usually they have a separate junior men's race again there's there's other verbiage here for like what races do and don't have to have those races but yeah overall those are the general races within the world cup calendar okay qualifications so if you wanted to be with if you wanted to race a world cup how would you do that a nation pre-qualifies on a quantity of riders based on the number of riders from that country that are ranked within the top 50 uh what does that mean okay so what that means i'll break it down for state say how the u.s is going to be doing this uh this weekend on sunday so the men have seven riders currently who are ranked in the top 50 in the uci so top, top 50 we call that top 50 in the world let's say so that seven so that means those seven equal that they can have eight total riders in the race seven of being the top ranked riders and then one rider choice by the national organization so USAC can then kind of have a random draw the women have 10 riders ranked in the top 50 so 10 u.s riders are ranked in the top 50 based on uci points so that equates to them being allowed to have eight from those top ranked riders and then three riders of choice from the governing body there's a lot of specifics here as to why that rule why isn't it if you have 10 riders ranked why aren't all those 10 um this is more of like a Belgium caveat thing, but yeah, that's just, it, 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 break, it, it all breaks down based on how many riders you have in the top 50 that kind of pre-qualifies you for the quantity of riders you can have. And then that quantity you can have is broken down to, hey, you have 10 riders ranked, you have to choose at least eight of them, and then you get three random, you know, whoever you want. Okay, now to make things even more confusing, with the USA being the host country for these uh, these World Cup races, they are automatically given 12 spots, men and women. Um, so, so yeah, that what I just said would qualify them for, for races in the future. Although to make it confusing, the UCI rankings will change, so it could be different. But yes, um, yeah, that's that's how it goes. Okay, other series. So the World Cup, those are the biggest races, but it is a series. Like I said, the points do go um, 25 deep, and then there's an overall winner of the World Cup, and they wear the white leader's jersey, or usually they change it. We'll see, I guess, what happens after Sunday, what the leader's jersey looks like. But there's a US CX series, uh, like it's a point-based series. So there's eight races. There was two a couple weeks ago in Rochester, two in Baltimore, Charm City, two in Iowa, Jingle Cross, two in Ohio, King CX. These races are all being televised on GCN, which is pretty huge. They haven't been on TV before, so that's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, check them out on GCN. You can watch the replays of the other races. 
I was at two of them. You won't see me. I was at the back. Uh, elite women and elite men. The, the categories that are within the series: elite women and elite men, junior women and junior men. Okay, another series, um, big. You can watch these races usually on. I think GCN has had them in the past. Is the Telenet Super Prestige? Uh, again, a points-based series. The points go 15 deep in that series. It's typically the same eight races every year. It's usually seven in Belgium, one in, in the Netherlands. And the categories they have are elite women and elite men, junior women and junior men. They haven't had a U23 series since 2017. I don't know they, they got rid of it. And then you have which is a very interesting series, the X2O Trophy Series, which has changed names a couple times over the last couple of years. But this is a time-based series, so different. Than most series in cyclocross that are based off points, where you finish whatever tenth place, you get you know ten points or whatever. However, the series is broken down. This series goes off of overall time. So there's eight races. Again, the races change. They don't have specific races every year, um, but based on whatever your finishing time is, it's cumulative. And then the winner with the you know the least amount of time at the end of the series wins. Um, they have an elite women and elite men, and then a men under 23. Okay, national championships. I'm gonna try to speed this up. For the U.S., December 12, 2021, will be in Wheaton, Illinois. There's six races that day. Qualification for elite nationals. We're talking specifically elite. Any rider ranked in the top 90 in the Pro CX series. I'll get to that. Um, and any rider with UCI points in 2021, specific to a, this is the U.S. nationals, so it would be a U.S. rider. The Pro CX series, which I didn't mention. When I had said before that there was 15 C2s and four C1 races in the U.S., those 19 races create the Pro CX series.、Um, the the Pro CX series points go 20 deep. So, despite if it's a C1 or a C2 or the UCI points are different, this Pro CX series points go 20 deep. The call-up procedure for nationals is the defending national champion, and then in order of UCI rankings, and then they go by cross results. And then they go by、uh, what's this? Riders without pre-reg UCI bike reg results be called up by random random order. So if you don't have if you don't have cross results or whatever, and you're doing somehow you you got I don't know how you wouldn't have cross results points, but yeah, random draw. Okay, continental championships. This is the UEC, the European Cycling Union European Championships, and then the Pan American Championships.、Um, the Pan American Championships with、uh, happening December fifth, twenty twenty one, in Garland, Texas. UCI points there go 15 deep. I couldn't find any information on the qualifications. I'm assuming it's very similar to the World Cups because I did find that for the World Championships is very similar. The call-up procedure is again UCI points and then random, and which is the same for the、uh, UEC, the European Championships. I couldn't find any information on the qualification for that, but yeah, that's happening in the Netherlands on November sixth and seventh. Okay, UCI World Championship. We're gonna wrap it up here, January twenty ninth and thirtieth, twenty twenty two. This is going to be in the USA, Fayetteville, Arkansas. Six races across two days. The qualification is very specific per country, which hasn't been released yet.、Um, the one thing I do know is that the Pan American champ, if the winner is American, automatically qualifies. And the call-up procedures are the first eight riders of the most recently published UCI Cyclocross World Standings, World Cup Standings,、um, and then the most recently use, most recently published UCI Cyclocross Individual Standings. And then they go into unclassified riders, which is like based on country, which gets very confusing. But yeah, so again, very confusing. A lot of information. I will put a bunch of links in the podcast information. And if you guys have any questions, shoot me an email, Josh at Evoke That Bike. 
Um, yeah, I hope this was informative, or maybe this has made everyone just more confused. But uh, but yeah, shoot me an email if you got any questions or whatever, and let's watch some racing on Sunday. All right, bye.